We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome in. Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN and a pretty nice stage. You do well with the clocks? Uh, this time around, yes. Turning back, like, does it bother you at all? Turning back does not bother me. I actually find myself getting more sleep. Well, this obviously. time around, you know, it's, okay, March, it's the good one. March is when I really feel it. And I, I don't know if it's the older I get, but I've noticed the last few years, I noticed it more and I feel it more. Yeah. You also, you wake up very early, you stay up very late. Yeah, I, I am, I am for this schedule, I, am, I do not have the self-discipline to go to sleep early. I'll tell you one thing I do better than ever. I turned the clock in my car to the right time yesterday. And nice. one of the wall clocks in my house, I turned that yesterday. You know how long that used to take me? I, I went an entire daylight savings time once <laughs> without turning the... T- time i just waited until we got back on to the time was right with my car um so that was progress that i'm doing that earlier and earlier better than ever it it, this shows you how alarm the alarm clock in the beamer house is often used the alarm clock still says the old time but that's because we wake up with our cell phones oh yeah not the alarm clock I think that's everybody yeah i think that's everybody now uh before we get going today or welcome by a special guest, Dr. Ahmed Ali from Roswell Park, who's joining us on the line now because there's an event going on today. No Sabres game at KeyBank Center, but there is something very important. Dr. Ali, thanks for being on with us. From 3 to 7 at KeyBank Center today, Roswell Park, the Buffalo Sabres, are hosting a free prostate cancer early detection event. What exactly do you want people to know about this event? So first, uh, thank you for having me, and uh, good morning, everyone. So um, this event is for early detection of prostate cancer. Um, Prostate cancer is one of the most common cancers diagnosed in men, actually. It's the second, just second to uh, skin cancer, and it's the second leading cause of cancer death in men in the United States. So it's it's, it's a pretty common uh, disease. And uh, the good thing is, it's you know, it's preventable. Um, uh, most of the patients, most of men who will present with that disease, uh, uh, the, it, it will be in, at a very early stage, uh, a stage that's kind of you know curable. And many of these men will actually not need any treatment. So screening is very, very important, and we encourage everyone to uh, join us uh, today. You say it's the uh, second leading cancer in men next to skin cancer. Is that because detection is uh, it's difficult to detect? No, it's just it's because it's very common, and because um, 
people now uh, are, are getting more and more aware and uh, primary care physicians are also doing a better job in, uh, in, in uh, 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 recommending screening for patients. That's why we detect, uh, we detect more cancers. Uh, but it's in, in general, it's a very, very common cancer. This event today, what can people expect? You show up to KeyBank Center, and how does it go? So um, the way it goes, uh, uh, first, for, for the men, we will be doing the, we'll be conducting the screening. They will meet with uh, a, an expert from Roswell Park who will basically uh, talk to them a little bit about their family history and then perform a rectal exam. Before that, they will get also a blood test, the PSA test, the prostate-specific antigen, which is our main tool to uh, screen with prostate cancer. Uh, free parking is available in the KeyBank Center ramp. Um, the the uh, there there will be um, like a holiday market and you know some educational tables and light refreshments, and also there will be an opportunity to meet with uh, the Sabers alumni. Uh, so uh, all men are encouraged to come in with with and their families are also welcome uh, to come in as well. Hey, so uh, pretty cool, uh, and you can you know do something good for your health. It's easy to do, it's free, and it's going on today. Roswell Park and the Buffalo Sabres hosting a free prostate cancer early detection event today. 3 to 7, KeyBank Center. Dr. Ali, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Thank you so much. And again, we welcome everybody to join us today. All right. Dr. Ahmed Ali with Roswell Park. Uh, Check that out. And, uh, you know, good to take uh, care of your health and good to head out there when it's free. That's right. And uh, it... Online registration goes till 10, but as the doctor said, walk-ins are welcome, so 3 to 7 at the arena. Um, So uh, daylight savings time comes and goes, and, you know, everyone's dealing. This is supposed to be the good time, right? Somebody on the text board, because I mentioned, there, you know, there's all this talk. I've never seen as much talk as I have in the last month or so about people who, for some reason or another, believe that either we weren't turning the clocks this time around or that we were going to turn the clocks this time around and that was going to be the last time ever um i i i don't know why this spread like crazy this time around but uh, for some reason everyone's under that assumption i think it's because it did get more media attention than i ever remember it getting people talking about uh the possibility it being talked about in washington dc I remember you guys had numerous guests weeks later talking about daylight savings time. So I think all that talk had people believing, oh, this is going to oh, get so through you're DC. blaming me. No, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm saying I think more reputable people as yourself, as Susan, you guys were talking about it a lot. And I, I think it did get that kind there of that ball rolling. There was a bill passed to end it, end the changing of the clocks. But the bill that was passed was passed to keep the time that, you know, all the sleep experts say that we shouldn't be on. They wanted to keep the wrong time. Wait, don't the sleep experts just say that because of the changing? Well, the changing is bad. So if you're used to that time. But then you want the daylight hours to be in daylight, and you want it to be dark at night. So this time that we're on right now is the one that everyone seems to say we should be on. Now, somebody on our text board commented earlier, well, that would mean in the summer you'd have the sun would be up at 4 in the morning. And my response to that would be, and? 
Yeah, for like, us, oh, that's oh, great. What's what's the deal? But four in the morning is the morning, and the sun will be rising, and that's how it's supposed to be. And then instead of it being dark at nine at night, it would, you know, be dark at like eight at night, which, again, I think is just fine. And it, for your rhythm of sleeping, the sun is supposed to go down. You're supposed to want to go to bed at, like, by 9 o'clock. Oh, you Just are? Na- yeah. <laughs> your natural, like, body, like, that you're awake at when it's light out, you know, sleep on. Maybe a lot get of good a shows start on the day. A lot of good shows used to come on at 10. But, no, you're right. I mean, this is the one that you would want to stay on because, like you said, yeah. it's daylight during yeah. the day. I mean, it's beautiful right now. The sun's out. The sun was out in the 6 o'clock hour. It was awesome. Um, and you know what, Brian? I am all for this happening now so we don't have to do the lose an hour in March because that, that is rough. Well, it's not happening. Like, that's the big thing I want to get out there to everybody. It could like, happen. No. Before March? It's not going to happen. Oh. It's, it, we're, we're doing it again. Like, nothing has changed. I want to be optimistic. Unless you hear a big news bulletin. And that, by the way, would be a big news bulletin. Can you think of anything, you know, there's, uh, there's talk about this or that and, and all the, everyone in the Senate, everyone's running for a House seat. They have all these opinions about everything, right? Oh, you, you know what would be a good opinion to have? Whether or not we keep daylight savings time. Because you know what would impact literally everybody? Your, what time of day it is. And there would be deciding that. That's one that I would want to hear every single candidate running for the House or Senate. Where do you stand on the clocks? Yeah, right down the We've line. We've heard nothing right, on that. No. Suspiciously mum. Every single candidate's been on the clocks. I'll tell you this, though. If <laughs> if we got rid of the uh, switching of the clocks, when would you check your batteries in your smoke detectors? It's not an issue anymore. Smoke detectors, oh. built-in batteries. If oh. you buy them now, there, there's no you don't put a battery in your smoke detector. Every 10 years, you switch it. It's a 10-year-long battery. Well, that answers that question. Because I saw a tweet about it on Saturday that to make sure you check your batteries. I And you should tweet back at that person, hey, make sure you check your smoke detector. It sounds like it's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time for a new smoke detector. If you're still switching your battery every time the clock's Still go. going around looking for that 9 volt? Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good sign for your smoke detector. But anyway, I don't know, it's just something I'd like to hear what people stand on. Hey, what do you think about th- time? Something think, that impacts everybody. You know, we rush all these other things, right? We were able to rush uh, the, the suspension of part of the gas tax. We're able to do this, do that. You're telling me we couldn't rush a bill to stop switching the clocks in March? Declare a, a federal emergency yes. on People, sleep? We want awake and alert drivers. We're not touching do, the clocks. I, you know what? If I was the president, Joe, come March, I'd be like, listen, it's come to my attention that they're going to rob us of an hour of sleep. That's right. Coming yeah. up in a few days. Not on my watch. I'm declaring a national emergency. We want our sleep back. Yes. No daylight. No, no uh, switch the clocks in March. Then imagine that campaign commercial, by the way, the next election cycle. Thanks to me, everybody in the nation got more sleep. Right. And you would accuse your opponent, even if they didn't say anything? They wanted to take that yep. hour away from you. <laughs> they told me there were more important things to talk about. <laughs> they, they didn't even mention sleep. But no, as your pre- I, I took the sleep and I, boom, I, I gave it right back to you. Anyways, uh, 803-0930 to join us this morning. Uh, another big thing. You, you bought Powerball tickets, Joe? Yeah, yeah. I bought them on the app, and I, I think I'm actually going to do half on the app and half in oh, store. Like how many do you buy? You don't just buy one? Not for something like this. I think I'll probably drop about 10 or 20. 
10 or 20 tickets. Depends how I do this afternoon. But yeah, 10 or 20. Okay. On deliveries. I want to see how much I bring in. I was was like, on the the quick draw? Like, what's your, like, (laughs) relaying your lot of winnings? Doing doing scratch-offs? Yeah, you've got got the loose change. Well, if I win three bucks on loose change in the... That's another ticket. Yeah, there's another ticket to go. I'm not sure. Um, I... You got to buy one, Brian. I might. I mean, you know what? It depends. I'm not going out of my way to buy a lottery ticket, like, ever. It's just not... But if I am somewhere where they're being sold, yeah, I could see myself get a laundry tax. I don't even know how to – you need cash on you, don't you? You need to buy it with cash. Not at certain places. And not on the app you don't need cash. But certain places have now allowed – the gas station next to us has allowed debit card purchases of – Lotto tickets. Oh, that's well, a big that's sign on the on the counter. Dangerous. Um, <laughs> they, they, by the way, they did cash for a reason, I, right? You know, <laughs> but anyways, I I might buy one if I find myself. I don't know if I'll find myself anywhere that sells a lotto ticket. My plan is after the gym, I pass a uh, gas station. I'll walk in. I'll get my energy drinks for tomorrow, and I'll get uh, three more tickets. Okay. If everything works out, what do you do uh, if you win? If I win. Um, I sit on it for a little bit, right? I, I think about it a little bit. I don't want to go around telling everybody. Um, you know, my, my one goal is to be on my Lotto Dream House on HGTV. That is the goal. So as long as I can do that, everything else will find a, find a way. You want to not tell anybody. At first. And then you first. want to go so public, you want to be on a TV show after about I have, your Lotto wins. After I have everything in order and the money is in where it needs to be, then I would like to go on my, mattress. my lottery my lottery dream home and uh, go on that HGTV show. I feel like show. just last week you said you'd want to be anonymous. No, I never said I want to. I said I want to be anonymous along to put the money in, to have a smart plan for the money. That's But after a while, I tell people, I wouldn't quit my job. I'd, be, I'd still be here, which I know the listeners don't like to hear that. That is insane. I'd still be here. That is insane to me. You're going to win a billion dollars. Yes. And then wake up at four in the morning. Yeah, I actually I'd like being here. Like I, 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 that is fine to continue being here. Continue bringing something in. You could be here, but like at four in the morning, if that's what they need me. I, I think when you win a billion dollars, you start to make the rules. Mm. <laughs> You're not like no. We we need you to come in at four a.m. I think that's when you go. You I'll know here, I don't need this, right? I'll be here at nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come in anything before nine. You can find somebody else, right? I I think I would still try to be as normal, except for being on the TV show, as normal with my life. <laughs> I want to be as normal as possible. First things first, get me on an HGTV show where I look at mansions. I can't think of much more normal than that. I but, like the thought. But after that, I, I do want to just, you know live my life as I'm living it now, just, you know, with a little extra money. Just as a billionaire. I run into, I. Uh, it's fun to dream about, right? It is, because it will never happen. Yeah. I go back and forth in this, because one is, I think, just like you, aside from the being on a reality show TV, I would want to be completely anonymous as much as possible. I don't know how possible that is in New York Like you State. wouldn't even tell me? Um, I think about it. Okay. but uh, But to the point where... I don't know if I would tell much of my own family. I get that. I'd, I'd remain, and they would just be like surprised, like, wow, when did Brian start giving really good Christmas gifts? 
Yeah. Like, just like that. Just like that would be the subtle hint. Well, B-E-N, really. Uh... Oh, because you, would you stay here? Um, I, it depends on how much of the money I spent on my own right away. Would I finance heat for here? I don't know. Like that's, <laughs> I don't. It would it would depend. It would depend on that how much money I think I have for that right off the bat. But I go back and forth with the you know under that plan. You just kind of live modestly. Yes. I I'm thinking I would take the annuity, right? You take the payment. I right. I just oh for sure. I can just have the money rolling in. You know, eventually I'd move into a house where I don't have to do so many repairs. I think. Uh, that would be just a switch. I'd probably live in the same neighborhood, but just uh, something where... Or would you pay someone else to, to do the repairs? Or would you still want to at least do some of that stuff? You know, move it into a... I, I, want, I would want a house just big enough where my wife wouldn't complain about my uh, uh, turntable and speakers uh, and turning that into a kid's playroom. You can have both. Like that's, I, but no bigger than that. Yeah. Just yeah. A, an extra room where that's not an issue anymore. And then just kind of live... Cool, calm, and I'd probably keep my job. Yeah. See, I, I think just keeping a, a – the people who – I think – now, I don't know this. This is just how I see it. The people who spend all the money, number one, obviously don't get the annuity, um, who spend all the money and are broken five years, as we heard in that rap earlier mm-hmm. today, they're people who quit their job. And but then, they're also people who won like a million dollars. Yeah, I also – yeah, you're right. I don't like – I'd like to see like a certain number yeah. if you won over $100 million compared to if you won under $10 million. If you win a million dollars and then go on your reality show and buy, like, this huge mansion, they're, like, it's all gone. The first – oh, yeah, I guess because you pay, pay full. Yeah, with, with the taxes, and then you, you buy the house, and then poof, yeah. like, like, there's your money. And you've bought a house that you probably can't afford to live in. Yeah, like, <laughs> taxes, everything like that. So that's right. Like, I, I'd want to stay – low key enough live somewhere you can afford the tax like none of that's an issue but then joe when you're talking about almost two billion dollars and then after what the lump sum for this is it's got to be over a billion right slightly yeah let me it's but it's around a billion dollars if you were to get a lump sum that's when i start to be like hang on a second because then i can do like rich people stuff and buy a pro sports franchise. Like, you can do a big splash thing with that kind of money. If you win tonight, right, the November 7th at 10.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's a $1.9 billion, You will get in cash $929.1 million. So Almost a billion dollars. You could do some stuff like a big splash purchase right away. But that's just like buying a house with a million dollars, right? It is. You would be kind. Of, you would need some help still, right? Because you wouldn't have the money to pay those contracts. You'd be able to set the foundation. You wouldn't be able to pay the bills. But I'd want to buy the Ottawa Senators. You, you know what I mean? Like I'd want to go in and buy a pro sports franchise, or create one, or something like that, or, or do something very cool with that amount of money. I would be very tempted to do that. I'd buy like um like you know I love baseball. I'd try to buy at least a full or a stake in a minor league baseball team. I think that would be really cool because it's a lot of fun. It seems like they always have a lot of fun with the events and stuff. I would try to 
have some kind of control over a minor league team. What would your promotions be if you ran a minor league baseball oh, team? I'd have to think about that, Brian. But it just seems like something that you could really come up with some cool stuff. You, you know, like Days of Our Lives week. In the right. Stand. You know, I mean, everyone's doing The Office and Seinfeld. I would do, you know, Victor from Young and the Restless will throw out the first pitch. Yeah. And just every day, like <laughs> um, at, at the end of one game, you would, you know, kill off one of the batters. But then he'd be back miraculously the next game. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Ju- I would run the team just like a soap All opera. All the games are at two in the afternoon <laughs> that week. Uh, Bemez and Beamer will be back after the news on WBEM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Beamers and Beamer, Brian Mizrowski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN. Um, we were, you know, we were doing the old, if I had a million dollars, what would you do thing with it? I, you know what I would like, Joe, I said earlier this morning, I'd buy the bubble hockey table. That would probably be my first yeah. purchase before, because you'd want to spend some money, but you don't have the money in your account yet. So I'm thinking of like the thing that you would never buy because it's too wildly expensive, but you could, you know, get together the money and actually afford now before it hits your bank account. Like the bubble hockey would be. You know, I would like blow all the money, and then I'd be like, "Whoa, I better get that check soon." I still see, <laughs> I still see you buying a bubble hockey table one of these days. Like, I do mm-hmm. think this could be a Brian Mazarowski purchase in the next decade. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Next thirty years, one can dream. One can dream. Don't you think that's something that you want while kids are still in the house? No, they break it. Oh, okay, okay. I- <laughs> when they're old, no, you, not when kids are still in the house because. You can't afford it when you have kids still in the house. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> when I'm done paying for them. I'm get those bums out of here. It's <laughs> I think something I've really gotten into, we've talked about over the last few months, I've talked a lot with Lucas about this, uh, is card collecting, you know, baseball and football cards. And, you know, they have these wildly expensive mystery packs um, that I would never be able to afford. But if I knew I was going to win the lottery, if I knew that check was on its way, that's probably one of those first purchases, one of those open, see see if I get a Josh Allen signed rookie in a mystery pack. Yeah, I, I, I would want to be an investor. That would be like the part of the lump sum. Like, um, you, you just pick a team. The uh, Liverpool, um, they're, the soccer team is going up for sale. The people who own the Red Sox and the Penguins. Oh, they're selling Liverpool? Um, they're going to sell wow. the team. 
There's like a million different reasons. Is that bad news but for like, the Penguins? I'd want to be. I know. I know. I think they're just getting out of. Okay. It's a whole situation. I'd want to be like part of an ownership group. You know, like I don't, I don't want to bear full financial responsibility, but you know, get me in there. Give me a free hat every once in a while. I could say I'm the owner. Speaking of being a part of an ownership group, do you think if you had a little extra money, you could get on that new Erie County Buffalo Football Commission to make you know calls on the stadium? If you had a little extra money, maybe they'd let you. Oh, you can buy your way onto the thing. buy I'm your a way Powerball on, winner. Buy some I stuff. I could buy one of those giant buffaloes if you let me. That's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Like maybe you, maybe you put some money toward the stadium and you get on this very important commission. Get a little bit of say. Yeah. Would you ever, um, are you the type of person, you know, you go in like some of these colleges and universities um, and there's, you know, the buildings or wings of buildings named after people. Would you ever do that back at your alma mater? At Madai College? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think there's enough room on campus to build another building. <laughs> would you do it at Virginia Tech? I think that would be hilarious. A school I never went to? A school you never went to with but, money you won from the Powerball. <laughs> and you and you bought like a the, a the fanciest wing of the library. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I would I would make sure I would make sure that the ticket, the seats that, you know, that my dad and I have now, which she'd probably want to move closer to the field. I like where we sit. I would make sure that we were glued to those seats. They could never move us. Even when they do the rearrangement, we would be in those seats till the end of time. That's one thing. And I probably there's already a brick with my name on it on campus at Virginia Tech. I'd probably buy a few more. I don't. I don't need anything with my name on it. That's so. Um, I, I wouldn't be like donating back to my school. You put money towards uh, like a renovation or something. You know, instead of buying a portion of the team like some of us do, uh, they put uh, your name. You know, a brick with your name on the walkway, yeah. and that's kind of cool to see everyone's name. I give my school enough money. You know what? You know what I might do. I'd, I'd buy, uh, you know, 500 uh, plastic recorders, the little flutes that I had to play in college. For your school? No, yeah, just to, to donate nice. to the students. Nice. You know how people, like, buy school supplies for yeah. kids? That would be my giving back to my college. Here's your flutes <laughs> for, for all you undergrads <laughs> to be able to pass. How about this? You know, $929.1 million. Could we buy a radio station? Mm, I wouldn't want to. Too much upkeep. Yeah, you got you got all this technical stuff. Then you got to hire people. Oh, this no thanks. Seems easy. <laughs> I, I no thank you. I wouldn't want to deal with that headache. Buy a radio station. Just it's just us for twenty four hours. No thank you. <laughs> You're giving yourself more work. That's true. You're right. The the idea you win that you work less. See, I give a little bit more, work a little bit less. I don't see it like that. I do see it as you know. I I um would probably work just a little less, but. For me, it's like having stuff that I could never have, which is probably the mindset of people who go broke in five years. So maybe I do mm-hmm. need to change my mindset. I yeah. mean, I would obviously invest, right? I would find some people I trust and say, hey, do something with this money uh, because you don't want it all at your expense, right? You don't want to be able just to spend it at all. Yeah. Maybe you want that money to grow. You want that money to be well over time. How much do you really need it to grow, though? If you take the annuity payment... You well, got $2 billion, I feel like I can make you that could last. Set, you could set future generations of Mazarowskis. You could have them all set. No, you'd be like this guy who won the lottery in China. <laughs> put put a costume on, doesn't want anyone to know, including his own family, he won, because he said it would make his kids lazy if they knew they won the lottery. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to put some kind of like parameters, like, hey, this money's there for you, but as long as I'm alive, I'm going to make sure that you're working um, or this, none of this money is yours. I I think that would be one person I would never tell. I would never tell my kids. We won the lottery. They they would just they probably put the pieces together eventually. Right. Like Dad, you got this shed in your backyard. It's this beautiful bar. Like 
how did that happen on your salary? <laughs> but I, you know, they'd figure it out. Just they, they would probably figure it out. I think the thing that it does, it just de-stresses you, right? You could go about if you win the lottery, you could go about. It's just nice to have. Okay, I've got this. If it's one million, if it's one billion in the bank, like there it is. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to continue to live my life. But I know the bills will be paid. The car is going to run. The house will be fixed up. I'd be able to have my personal seat license. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I won't be. I'll buy all the TV services for when there's a blackout of CBS. Right. We'll get all... <laughs> We'll get it all going. It'll be fine. I think that's what it kind of does. A big week, Joe, for uh, decision-making in America. Decision 2022. Um, Yes, Decision 2022. As uh, Wednesday, the U.S. soccer team for the World Cup is going to be announced, the final roster. The final roster, okay. That's what I'm looking for. Those are the results of the decisions in America that I am kind of looking forward to the most over the next couple of days. Very – it's – it's getting tense over here. Schedule's already known. The race is heating up, Joe, <laughs> for, for who will be chosen. So they announce it in November, and they start in November. They start in just a couple of weeks. Um, the Monday before Thanksgiving. The Monday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, literally two weeks away. And right. Wednesday night, they're going to See, announce. That's how good Fox has done with their advertising. You can't watch a game on Fox without every commercial having at least something for the World Cup. They should. Biggest event in the world. It's going to be great in a couple of weeks. That's coming Wednesday. I'm a little on pins and needles about it, the decision, what's going to happen. So if you hear me talking about the big American decision this week, I'm probably talking about that. I do Uh, have a question. I do have a question about the less important decision uh, the day before, election day. (laughs) Um, What do you feel of people who post a picture with their I voted sticker? I, I don't. I... Well, here's why I stopped going on social media in the first place, because I don't want to hear about people. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, hey, I'm a talk show host. I don't want to hear about people. <laughs> I, I'm so, but, you know, everyone out there knows exactly what I'm saying. You know, you got friends on Facebook. A lot of them are people who you keep. You know, some of them are good friends. And I know what they think about things because we talk. Yes. Uh, and then a lot of people are just people you kind of might want to keep in touch with every once in a while. You might see. And then some people you don't keep in touch with at all. They're just somebody you once knew in high school, and then they're they're gone. Like, they evaporate. And I think what people fall in the trap in social media is, and I'll use my wife as an example, because every now and then I'll just hear from her. Like, oh, did you hear, like, so-and-so who, like, you know, from high school or college or someone like that, you know, like, oh, something that's going on in their life. And I just said, like, no, I just, it's not a piece of information. No offense to whoever that person is. But it's not a piece of information I really need in my brain. Right. Because if there's something really important happening in somebody's life who I care about, I probably know about that and not through Facebook. Right? Like, I I don't need to hear the day-to-day. And that is like the ultimate. In some ways, Joe, I do like that it's a throwback to what social media used to be. Remember when people would make fun of people who were on Twitter by saying, well, you know, why do I need to see what you ate for breakfast? Because that was the joke about tw- Twitter was a place where people go and, s- and take a picture of their toast and say, oh, I had great ham and toast for breakfast. It was good, wholesome fun. Yes. And this is kind of a throwback to that. I'm like, well, this afternoon I went to a polling place and I voted and here's my sticker to prove it. Mm. So like, OK, that's cool. I Good for you. Good that you voted. I, you, you know I, I have no if you want to do that, that's fine. But are you one of these people that you have to vote and if you don't vote? 
Like my whole thing is, hey, go vote if you, if you, you know, if that's I voted. If you want to vote, great. But if you think that both parties, all the parties, put awful candidates up, then don't go vote. I mean, I, I, I think it's your decision to make. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah, I've turned 180 on. I, I always used to be one of the people, and you hear this a lot, Joe, who say, "Go vote." You know, you have to vote absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's a disservice for you to not let your voice be heard. Uh, but I do think, and here the problem is that the message is not ever listened to. But I do think it is a strong message to send to not vote. Yes. Um, I, I think that sends a very strong message of either you feel left out, you know, nobody is speaking to you in particular, you don't feel that your voice matters. I, that is a strong message to send that there is a lot of people, a huge chunk of people in this country who do not vote. And it's very easy to vote, yep. especially here. It's very easy to go and cast your ballot and to not do it. And, enjoying the freedoms we have in this country, I think is a very strong statement. The problem is, I don't think that statement's ever listened to. That's the problem, yeah. And then, I mean, like I said, I, I went and voted because, you know, there are things that I believe uh, believe in and candidates that I think will back that up. But I do think there are people out there, as you said, Brian, who look at the ballot and say, I don't like anyone on this ballot. And maybe it does send a message. Maybe it sends a message to the state. My favorite way, by the way, more of, than five parties on the ballot. of not voting is to go out to the polling place and put in a blank ballot, which you can do. And never thought of that. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> I mean, that is, and I know people who do that, right? Um, go out, you stand in line, you vote for nobody. And that, like, to me, again, I think that is sending a message. Again, the problem is... I don't think that message is ever really no, taken in. But. I think that message would be sent like at a primary. Say if you're with one of the two major parties and you go to a primary vote and you send an empty ballot, you're saying to your party, I don't like the choices you've given me. Yeah, I, that absolutely. That might actually be heard just a little more because it's within the party. Just thinking out loud. Yeah. But I, I, like I said, I like the message and I used to be one of the people, oh, you got to go vote. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, and now I am more... You know, if, if you don't feel that it's important to you, if there's nothing that speaks to you, if there's no issue that's that important to you, you know, I think that's a message in and of itself that uh, nobody's kind of spoken to you over the last, what, six months, it seems. Everyone's been campaigning. I think you gave me a good topic idea for tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you leave blank ballots? I have, uh, I, I have one tomorrow. Um, tomorrow I'll be taking your calls on who is your ideal candidate. Is this not by name, by by policy, is what you're asking? No names, in as little words as possible. Okay. Who, what type of person do you want to vote for to be a guy? Because to me, you, Damn, you, want, that's good. you want the qualities to be the same. Governor, mayor, president, you know, whoever that, what is important for you to see in that person? No names, it's not a party, it's a. It, what is the quality that you want? What is the one thing that would get you to vote for some man or woman to be in that position? What do you need that person to be? You know, I touched my mic, and now all I think about it is Todd Brody telling me to stop touching the mic. Yeah. Um, you know, to that point, because I think it's very interesting. You look at the polling, and again, polling's polling, but Kathy Hochul is in a close race with Lee Zeldin. Chuck Schumer is in not that close of a race 
with Joe Pinion, which means people are actually going to go to the ballot, vote for mm-hmm. either Lee Zeldin or no one for governor, and vote for Chuck Schumer. I'd like to know the mindset of that person who is – because like you said, a lot of people say, well, I want this, this, and this, and there's a line of candidates that, 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 that stand for that. I'd like to know the voter who voted for Lee Zeldin but also voted for Chuck Schumer – What's the mindset of that voter? I'd be very interested. Yeah, I, I always thought it was crazy that if you are paying attention to uh, that, there is not more split ballots uh, between parties, because that is the question. You know, the way what is important to you for the person to have? You know, what type of person do you want to elect to a leadership position? You know, if that's local, if that's national, if that's statewide, what is that person like? And if you just focus on that, not the party or anything, you would end up with way more split ballots because it's absolutely possible to like people from different parties and to believe that to you and what's important to you that a Democrat and a Republican and maybe somebody from a different party are alike on the quality that's important to you that you probably don't get from the standard way of looking at things. Well put. No, exactly. Here's an unpopular take, Joe, after the Bills lose yesterday. Uh Uh-oh. This is – I've been sitting on this for a while. It's not really a take – is more of it's just like my frame of mind after this loss. I'm not too upset about the Bills losing. And, I, you know, unless they pile up, I won't really be upset about Bills' losses this year. Because they want to win because they want the first overall seed. They want to have that first-round buy in the playoffs, host you know, possibly two games before going to the Super Bowl. Like, that's the goal. That's what's yes. eluded the Bills over the past two years. And I, hot take alert, I I like watching the Bills play football games. There's part of me that doesn't want them to get the top seed because I want them to have a playoff game in the first round. <laughs> I, I there is part of me that doesn't want that first round bye because I like watching the Bills and I would like to watch another Bills playoff game. You know, I've, I've been thinking about this. Of course, I would like to see three Bills playoff games. And if you get that two C, there's still a good chance you'll have that AFC championship game at home if that's the number one thing on your list. I don't know, Brian, because then you're opening yourself up to injuries. You're opening yourself up to disappointment. I, I, I want it now because I want I love football and it would suck to sit there and not have the bills to watch. I don't know if I want the risks that go with the game. Yeah. I, I it, to me it's a lot like remember in 2020 and there you know all the wacky covid scheduling they were putting games on like a Tuesday and Wednesday and we had that game against the Titans and that they had you know a bunch of uh, players out they couldn't play because they had covid or something like that and they kept pushing the game back and there was a segment of the fan base that was vocal saying the Titans should forfeit the game. That, you know, the Bills should just be given the win. And I remember sitting here and saying, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want that. You know why? Because at the time, there's only 16 of these things. Right. And, like, if they forfeit the game, you know, sure, the Bills get a win in the win column. They move up in the standings. It's all good for the picture at the end of the day. But in the right now, that's one less Bills game you get to watch. Yeah, it's no fun. Uh, That's the whole fun of it, is watching the game. Especially in 2020 when there was nothing else going on. Especially. (laughs) Especially, Joe, that year. So they lose yesterday. They lose a divisional game, a conference game. They're still holding on to that first place in the AFC, I believe. Yes, they have the tiebreaker with Kansas City. 
But there's a, I have to admit, there is a little part of me that's saying if the Bills don't get the first seed, I'm okay with it because I like watching the Bills wildcard weekend. I don't hate it is what I'll say. I don't hate it because I do like more football. I, I think my reasoning's sound. I, like I said, I think it's a stupid idea. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it is a stupid take. But my reasoning is uh, well-intentioned. Well, I, um, I, it might be stupid, Brian, but I, I, I agree. I like more football, and I'm glad you brought up that 2020 game because uh, that would have been an, just another awful week of 2020 if there was no football. All right, well, Brian and I will both be back here tomorrow um, at different times, but we'll be here. Coming up next, Brian, are you ready for this? Eight hours of Bowerly. Eight hours of Bowerly starts next here on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.